Hey everybody, welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Joey. And I'm Jeremy. And we're back again, back at you, season two, episode three, doing things. Yeah, we you still know. don't have an, our intro figured out. Yeah. What are, are on that? Because we got in the groove of saying last week we listened to, or whatever. We still don't have that figured out. Yeah, but we might figure it out. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I'm not going to say we will. Yeah. So. <laughs> no promises here. <laughs> yeah. Ha, ah, promises. That was the song that Jeremy was singing right before we... <laughs> it was. Go check out Beach Bunny's Promises if you haven't. Yeah. Starting off hot with a wreck that... I mean, I guess I, I technically did listen to it Yeah. over the, over the past, but that's not... Uh, it's not on my list of things that I listened to. First of The first of things that I did listen to on my list this week is Charlie XCX. She released a new album on Friday. It was totally not on my radar. I don't like keep up with her typically, but things I've heard her in, I like. Uh, so I saw this album release. I checked it out. It's called Crash. And I think it just dropped on Friday. Um, and I actually really like it. It kind of started off slow for me, but it's got some good fucking like disco-y groove to, nice. to some of the songs and some like electronic. It, it kind of hits a similar vibe to Tovlo for me which I'm all about. So that, yeah. that was, it was fun to, to kind of just crash into Charlie <laughs> XCX world for, for a little bit of time this week. Yeah. I've never That's like good. listened to her stuff, like got, done a deep dive, but she's been on some hyper pop stuff that yeah. I've listened to, like as a featured vocal artist or something. Yeah. That's the thing. I feel like, I mean, obviously hyper pop is trendy Yeah, or is getting trendy. I guess it is a trend. Yeah. Regardless of how big of a trend, I'm not really sure. But I, I, I could feel those vibes emanating throughout Charlie XCX's new album, but it's not as obnoxious to me <laughs> as a lot of hyperpop tends to be. It's not it's not as like loud and extreme. Yeah. I guess, which is the point of hyperpop. But it, it does take some aesthetics and some things from that. So it, it was it was fun. It sounds fun. Um you know what wasn't fun? Uh, oh, you, you have a bad wreck? An no, it, it's not a bad wreck. It's just a sad wreck. Uh, I, uh, I like sad wrecks. So I am other, a sad wreck. Yeah, <laughs> that's my life. Um, so the other week, not last episode, but the one before I said I was going to listen to more of the microphones slash Mount Erie. I finally got around to it. Um, I listened to the glow part two by the microphones and it's a nice sad album that I really like. Um, his solo project is called Mount Erie because there was a microphones album called Mount Erie. So I decided to listen to that Mount Erie album. And then I ended up listening to a crow looked at me again because I was just like, I want to feel real sad. And then I did. (laughs) And I, I did. (laughs) So you, you you mentioned that that was more like, uh, kind of the, the quote unquote Joey music, like the bedroom kind of indie pop that you're kind of into. Right. Yeah, the microphones kind of like at a least. Nana, Nana Grizzle kind of deal. Yeah, he. I would say it's more like proto that. It's more. I'd say the microphones are more in line with like uh, Elephant Six type music. Okay, but a little bit folkier, maybe. Interesting. I, I I'm I'm interested just from the title, right? Yeah. Like Mount Erie sounds cool. A crow looked at me. Sounds cool. And so, like, that alone has me interested, but the whole Elephant Six thing is kind of, like, pushing me in, in, in yeah. a different direction. So I, I want to check it out, but I feel like I'm not going to be, be enjoying it as much as I expect to. 
if that makes yeah, sense. I, I'd recommend listening to maybe some Mount Erie stuff, not the microphones, because the microphones, like the glow part too, is it's like over an hour long. And if you're not into that type of music entirely, it's going to feel long, honestly. Yeah. So that's fair. I, yeah. Speaking of things that we said we were going to be listening to, <laughs> uh, Radiohead. Nice. Came came through. I, I listened to Amnesiac mm-hmm. as planned. And I know we, we talked about it a little bit and you said that it was kind of like a, a brother sister album to Kid A. Yeah. But I did listen to Amnesiac and I think it hit better than Kid A did for me. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just a timing thing or if it's the sound, but there's like, I don't know. It, it is, it's, it's Radiohead. It's vibey, but I, I don't know. There's a lot of the tracks just like stood out, like packed like sardines in a crushed inbox starts the album. And it's yeah. just like, yeah, that's a cool sound. Hell yeah. And there's just like, it's constantly kind of, they, they change it up as Radiohead does, but it like, I don't know. I feel like it, it has a better tone or vibe than Kid A for me. So yeah, I, I feel like Radiohead's one of those bands that can change their sound so much that you can really, really connect with certain albums and then other yeah. albums. It's like, it just, like you said, it does, it just doesn't hit with you. Like how you really liked in rainbows, but then you listen yeah. to, kid a and it's like eh. like i feel that way about like pink floyd where there's like such a wide span of music that they've like released that you're like i don't know like i i really like like uh wish you were here but then i listen to umagama and i'm just like huh yeah what (laughs) yeah it's it's a totally different style i would say in rainbows is still above amnesiac which is above kid a for me so maybe i'll maybe i'll pick out another radio album radio head album next week but uh it's not. It's not my plans right now. Yeah. I think I, I'm good on Radiohead for a little bit. Well, I also followed through on some plans. Um, that Sudoku Sudoku guy yeah, yeah. that I was listening to that was really sample heavy and vibey. Um, I listened to more of his music. I listened to. I think it was another EP, and then I really listened to the album that I had listened to. And I think I'm going to relegate it to like background music because it's it didn't hold my interest enough that like didn't hold my full attention yeah. in the way that like I could really sit down and pay attention to it. And I feel like it's not the style of music that's really meant for that. But like, if I have it on while I'm doing something like while I was working, it was totally fine. But like, if I was sitting down trying to listen to music, like I do sometimes when I play like runescape, yeah. I want to, I want to put on music that's like keeping my attention so I can kind of just click and not pay attention right. to the game. But, uh, it, it wasn't that, but it's, it's definitely cool vibe music. And then kind of rolling that into another, the band that I actually found Sudoku or Sudoku through was Bruiser and Bicycle. They had an album that I really liked called Woods Come Find Me. So I tried to listen to more of them and they only had one other EP. So I listened to it. It's called You're All Invited. And I ended up liking that EP even more than I liked the album that I originally heard by them, which was really nice. And it was only five songs. So that, that helped. It wasn't too long. It's always exciting when you like when you're discovering something and you're like, "Ooh, I really like that sound." And then you listen to the album that that song was from, or whatever, and you're like, "Yeah, it's cool that, that that's there." And then you find something else from that band that is mm-hmm. just like better for you and you're like, "Wow, this is this is great." It, it that is I think that is the pinnacle of what I like in music discovery is yeah. just like finding something good, finding out it's part of a bigger equally good part of a piece of work i guess and then finding something even better in that same kind of zone because that's like that's that's a good end point 
I think not that there's really an endpoint in discovery, but like as far as that branch, I feel like it's it's satisfying to have something that's like this is this is the best of that kind yeah. of sound, or at least from that artist. Yeah, it's definitely like it's nice to find really really good music, like right off the bat. But there's something like you said so satisfying about like finding something and then it's like but wait there's more and it's better rather than just like oh i found the like the people who you find like they have one single that's just like really vibes with you and then you can listen to a whole album and it's like okay and then you find their other albums and you're like oh the rest of it sounds like this okay yeah i guess it's not as good as i liked that that one song yeah there's definitely been times where i found a single and then been disappointed by the rest of the work which is unfortunate i guess but i mean it happens i I guess that's why singles are singles right they they put them out because they have the broadest appeal yeah typically at least and and that's the one that'll draw you in and hopefully get you to find things that you like with the rest of the work uh especially with pop speaking of things that just resonate right off the bat though oh shit uh, today i listened to an album called departure songs from the band we lost the sea Ooh. That Taylor recommended Taylor yeah. that he was listening to. And it's like this kind of post rock kind of like vibey. I think you would really like it. It's very like, it's almost Deftonesy. Yeah. And I kind of almost recommended um, Loathe's album that we talked about mm-hmm. just because it, it, it's similar. It's not as, it doesn't have all the grind core and like the heavier elements of it, but it has a lot of the more like vibey atmospheric elements of it and it's it's like five tracks or something but it's still like an hour long so they're like, oh hell yeah they're, they're long ass tracks of just like these flowing like audio scapes that, <laughs> that have like some really cool like effects and, and guitars and just at points it's like a wall of sound kind of shoegazy thing going on but like very very surprising recommendation coming from taylor today and i was just like man this fucking hits Dude. immediately with me Hell yeah! I almost actually listened to that because I was yeah. like, "Eh, I'm I'm kind of in that field." Because my discovery this week has been uh, so somewhere in my OneNote, which OneNote is what I use to keep all of like my podcast notes and stuff ready. Ever yeah. since Jeremy was like, "Hey, you're writing your stuff down. Why would you do that? Just use OneNote because it's better." Step into the 21st century, bro. Yeah, so I did, and now I've been taking notes of literally everything. I have notes all over the place, and I yeah. just found like music that it was just called music that I actually need to listen to. <laughs> I don't know where this music came from, but I found it, and there was a band in there called Mesarthim. Uh, I think that's I think that's how you say it: M E S A R T H I M. But um, I had no literally no context for this because it was just a word written in there yeah i was like okay i'll i'll listen to it i guess and uh i listened to their 2016 album isolate and it was like kind of in that shoegazy black metal vibe Mm -hmm. that we got from like uh uh sun sun gazer yeah no not sun gazer i always get it mixed up Sunbather. Sun, sun, yeah. What is uh, the album? Is the album? Who's, who's the fucking? Oh my fucking god! I can't think of it. Do Death you all Heaven. Know what we're it's Death, Death Heaven. Heaven. Yeah, Death yeah, Heaven. Yeah. 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 Sun Gazer. Sun Gazer and Sunbather mixed up. Which Sun Gazer? Good band. Adam Neely's band. Go listen to yeah, Sun Gazer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they, they, they released a new album this year. Perihelion. Very. They cool did. Album. Go listen to that. Perihelion. Wreck. <laughs> wreck of the day. Um, yeah. But yeah, they had kind of that shoegazy black metal vibe, but they also had some heavy electronic s- sounds coming out of it. So it was it was it wasn't anything that like blew me away, 
but it was just nice to hear. It was it was a bit refreshing yeah. after listening to. I've been especially with you like getting the getting the pile that new pile show this live stream. I've been yeah. on such a pile kick, and <laughs> I've been listening to literally nothing but like pile. And occasionally, I, I listen. I think I listened to of Montreal recently, but that's about that's been about it outside of my like discoveries that I've talked about on here. But this kind of finally drug me out of it. So I listened to that, and then there's a band that I've been wanting to listen to. Speaking of post rock, for we we lost the sea. Um, there's a band called Godspeed You Black Emperor, and they're like. I guess they're underground, but they're pretty well known in the space, but they're like post-rock, but more of a drone type of post-rock. Yeah, and uh, like, so I listened to their album, which is their big album, Lift Your Skinny Fists Like Antennas to Heaven. And uh, it was a fucking trip, dude. It's four songs and all of them are like 20 minutes long. That's awesome. And it's just this crazy like there's no vocals but there's like audio clips like field recordings of just people talking and stuff and it kind of paints this like dystopian vibe there's a point where like a recording of a supermarket announcement comes over and it's like talking about like don't feed the homeless people who are out in the parking lot trying to like wash your windows and it's just like this eerie soundscape and you talking about we lost the sea kind of like yeah i don't know they're kind of they're kind of similar in vibe yeah, it like reminded me of that. So I'm definitely going to check out We Lost the Sea because I was super into Godspeed You Black Emperor and I'm going to be listening to more of both of those bands going forward. Yeah, I definitely want to want to swap there and, and take take that album and, and give that a shot because I was super into, into We Lost the Sea. Something else that I listened to in the past couple weeks that is it's the end of my list for what I've been quote-unquote discovering <laughs> and the reason i say that is because i listened to to pimp a butterfly yeah by kendrick lamar which i had listened to before and wasn't super into it i mean it i i think i understood kind of what was going on with it i mean it sounds different it has a lot of like modern jazz elements yeah that i'm not like super into um and and I would all we we've discussed Kendrick Lamar a few times. I don't know if we have on the podcast, but we go back and forth about <laughs> about his albums. And To Pimp a Butterfly was one that never really clicked with me. But I went back and listened to it recently. I'm not gonna say it is one of my favorite of his albums. I'm not there yet, mm-hmm. but I definitely like it a lot more than I used to. I think nice. I have a better understanding of it as an album and and just the music in it and the flow of it. It it is definitely a good album, solid all the way through <laughs> from Kendrick Lamar. Whereas previously, I was kind of yeah iffy on it at best because it was just so like wild and different. I mean, obviously, like the target audience for that album is not a suburban white kid, you know, necessarily. <laughs> it's it's not like something that I can necessarily relate to, and I think that's also part of why it was never like yeah, it never clicked right because it doesn't it doesn't fit that vibe for me. But yeah, to pimp a butterfly, I'm on. I'm on board now. Hell yeah! Where okay. I previously was not. That's good. Yeah, it's it's definitely. I think it's one that. I don't know. I I think I was in the right place when I heard yeah. it the first time. So it just like I won't say it immediately was my favorite by him. It's still not my favorite by him. I right. guess I can't. I can't say that. But it's section eighty boy. Yeah, I I that see, and that's 
nostalgia right there because yeah. I, I feel like other albums of his are objectively better but i just listen to section 80 and i'm just like fuck dude what a time in my life it feels life. like home it feels yeah. like like comfort it was it was the cool thing at the time and i was just <laughs> like this fucking guy is out here doing this shit and it also like turned me on to absol as well for the first time which i really liked absol yeah his, his newest album's kind of like okay but his old albums <laughs> were really good uh, yeah, I've not I've not dove into Absol. I've I've enjoyed him on things that he's been featured in. Yeah, like uh, Gorillaz has worked with him a mm-hmm. bit, and then he's been around the hip hop game for a while. Yeah, and I'm always like, yeah, that's cool. I like that, and then I never like dive into it. I feel like I'm like that with a lot of rappers, honestly. Unfortunately, yeah. I mean, it's I don't want to say like it's what to do, but like uh, that's kind of like music that's. I feel like I'm not fully equipped to be able to like do a deep <laughs> yeah. dive on like finding good rappers in the way that I can do like plenty of other genres because it's not, it's not, I don't want to say it's foreign music to me cause it's not, it's music that I've listened to for a long time, but like, it's not music that I grew up listening to because right. I grew up listening to like rock or pop ish music or sure. like, reggae my dad liked bob marley a whole lot so i listened to reggae yeah i think it's also possible that like maybe it's just an issue that's exacerbated in hip-hop because there's so much collaboration there's always features like features in hip-hop happen way more often than in any other genre i'm pretty sure so i i think maybe there's also just like more of them means more can slip through the cracks I yeah. guess to some point MF doom. Uh, I actually hadn't listened to in a yeah. long time. And when I went on my road trip last year, I put on a few of his albums. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. This is cool. Dude, fuck. Yeah. MF I, doom. I wouldn't, I wouldn't like, it's not something that I find myself necessarily wanting to go back to like, man, I need to listen to some MF doom, but like, I'm glad that I went through it. When yeah. I, did. I, I like the music. I mean, I really like his, like just everything about him, his personality, the way, yeah. like his rhymes, is just like there's just so so much fucking dense rhyming in there yeah. where it's just like and the, his voice of course but yeah. the music more he, he than has a anything character. like yeah. he is a, was a, i guess rest in peace a yeah. character that was just like fully fully embodied it he leaned into it and he had such a distinct sound and i think that that's cool that he was able to like set himself out from the crowd in that kind of way yeah man my my last I guess new discovery thing that I'll talk about is uh, a mutual friend, John, just today, earlier today, uh, was talking about he was listening to like a lo fi radio or something, lo fi hip hop radio, and yeah, had this doesn't? person, yeah, exactly. Uh, this person came on fiendish, I think it's like it's the word fiendish, but without the second I, and uh, I. He said he was really vibing to it, so I checked out their uh, 2016 album, To The End, and I actually enjoyed it. Lo-fi mm. hip-hop is uh, something that I kind of avoided for a long yeah. time, because the market was just so over- yeah. oversaturated, for and it sure. just, like, I dipped out a while ago, and I, I've been wanting to get back into it, because I I started, like, discovering that type of music around the time that I started really, really getting into, like... I mean, I had been into vaporwave and stuff for a while, but it was whenever I was trying to find like other genres of like vaporwave, how there's like, there's so many fucking branches because like vaporwave is kind of a satirical genre in of itself. And there's like, 
specific like cyber wave and like plant wave and all this other fucking crazy dumb shit. Yeah, it was very niche subgenres. Yeah. But I, I found it whenever I was it was just a very specific time in my life when I found it and I hated that I had to set it down because it became so watered down. But it yeah. did become so watered oh, down. For sure. So I, I had to And it get all out started it. It, it all kind of just boiled down to the same the same shit. It was basically pop music, right? Where it was just yeah. like so like calculated that it's kind of against the vibe. But I mean it, not to say that any of it was unpleasant to listen to, I don't think, but there was just so much of it going around and it was constantly everywhere and it was just yeah. like, okay, like, yeah, it, it's, it's fine. It's like, <laughs> we get it. Like, you can make a slightly offbeat drum beat and then slow down a sample over that. Yeah, That's and okay. Add, add some like record crackling, you know? Yeah. And, and you're good. <laughs> it's a total vibe. I get it. it I is. totally understand it. But it was just like, <laughs> as someone who was really, really into that style of music it just sucked to kind of see it like get sucked dry yeah yeah i agree but i think i don't want to say it's necessarily on a downtrend but i think things have chilled out a bit there but uh next session what are what are we looking forward to i have one that's kind of tied in to something that i discovered this week as well and that is a band called cannons um I, f- I heard I clicked because again I'm susceptible to good good music video thumbnails. <laughs> so uh, Cannons, uh, well, I don't remember what the single was called. They have a new album coming out on Friday, this coming Friday I think. Um, but their album Fever Dream comes out, and I want to check that out. They have kind of this like, it's kind of like an indie rock, but like uh, vibey, kind of almost discoy in some aspects, kind of like newer like Cage the Elephant kind of style. Oh, hell yeah. Things where it's just kind of grooving and, and chill and just kind of going for it. But the music video for the, the song that I saw was, was it was kind of funny. It was kind of like jokey, but it was like very well produced. It was very flashy and I was really, really into it. Uh, so their new album drops, I think, this Friday and I'm definitely going to be checking that out. Well, fuck yeah, dude. I listened to Thank You Happy Birthday today because I hadn't listened to that album in forever. Uh, yeah. So maybe I'll be checking that one out too. Um, the single's called Hurricane, by the way. Hurricane. I just looked it up. Okay, okay, yeah. Hurricane, I'm gonna write that down. There's another album coming out this Friday that I'm also excited about. Potentially more excited about. Un- un- I'm undecided if I'm excited about. Oh, okay. And that's the new Animals as Leaders album. Oh, hell yeah, okay. Uh, P- Perhesia, I think is what it's called. And that that also drops this Friday, and I definitely want to check that out because who doesn't love Tosin Abasi, right? Yeah, uh, people who have never heard of him—that's sure. who doesn't if love him. Not listen to Tosin Abasi or Animals as Leaders. Go go do so. It's yeah. it's mostly like instrumental. Like I don't know how to describe it. It's very like experimental instrumental metal, but also like very like jazzy and 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 just vibe. It's it's they're they're their own kind of thing. I yeah, them. it's def- like I feel like that type of music is uh, how you had like the shred gods back in the 80s. It's like yeah. the evolved version of that where it's like they actually instead of just mindlessly shredding, they actually incorporate other musics into yeah. it and make something interesting. Like unlike fucking, I don't know, like Yngwie Malmsteen or something like that's <laughs> yeah. that's the first shredder who came to mind. Sure, it's like, sure. OK, I get it. You can fucking play fast. Cool. Yeah, they're 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 all technically proficient in a way that's it's similar to like a lot of prog metal and stuff, I guess now. Yeah. But there's there's not 
there's not usually vocals. I don't know if there's ever been vocals on an Animals as Leaders track, but it's just like it's so vibey and spacey and weird and like heavy and like funky and like they 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 span a wide variety of sounds and stuff. Yeah, Tosin Abbasi's a fantastic guitarist. So hell yeah, he is. Pretty excited that they have a new album coming out. Nice, um, man. I'm not a hundred percent sure what I want to listen to. Like specifically, I know that. Especially today, now that I've I listened to fiendish, I want to mm. try to get back into that style of music, that lo-fi type music, and see if anything's changed. Like you said, it's kind of on the downtrend. It's not literally everywhere like it was. So yeah. kind of see if maybe I can get back into it. Because I used to use that as kind of a gateway to find more unknown or lesser known artists that made like cool electronic music that I really liked. Um, other than that, I'm going to be trying that We Lost the Sea and I because I wanted to get more into Godspeed You Black Emperor as well. But yeah. I'm really looking for something that's just going to fucking break me. Like I listened to A Crow Looked at Me and that, that almost did it. It didn't hit as hard. To, I, I, I've listened to it plenty of times by now. So it's not like right. the, the first time. I, yeah, like the first time I listened to it, it was just like. I want to I want to recreate that feeling because I feel like I need it in my life, yeah. and I, I was honestly kind of expecting Godspeed You Black Emperor to be it because just the name made me think it was going to be like a heavier metal, like really intense dark thing, but it yeah. wasn't. It was dark enough, like it was interesting and cool, and I really like it, but it, it didn't hit that note that I wanted. So I'm I'm still going to be chasing that instead of chasing that high. I'm going to be chasing that low. Hell yeah. We all, we all love chasing that low here at Feedback. All t- I don't know why I said all. There's two of us. It's just me and you. We both like kind of chasing the sad boy vibes. The last thing on my to-listen list, in addition to the the aforementioned We Lost the Sea and God's Beauty Black Emperor stuff that is definitely intriguing to me, is uh, a singer called Sigrid. She just goes by Sigrid. She's a, a Norwegian uh, kind of electro pop singer. I found one of her singles. She has a new album coming out at some point this year. <laughs> I couldn't find the release date for it, and I couldn't find the pre order for it anywhere to confirm. But uh, so I, w- I want to go back and listen. She has one other album called Sucker Punch. I want to check that out, and then I'm looking forward to her new upcoming album called How to Let Go. Whenever that comes out, just some kind of some kind of synth. I mean, we I I specifically like. Scandinavian pop music, it seems. Yeah. <laughs> I have a thing with, with Yummy Tovlo and, and Lickily both nailed vibes for me. And this is kind of, it's not necessarily similar, but I am similarly interested, I should say, in, in checking that out. So high hopes for that. Well, hell yeah. You fucking Scandinavian right over there. You're, <laughs> you're going to move to Scandinavia one day. I don't know what it is about Scandinavian pop, man. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of ABBA. So yeah. I, I guess I can't classify everything like Scandinavian pop's all good, but you know, dude, I, dude, I listened <laughs> to ABBA's new album. Yeah. Correction. I tried to listen to ABBA's oh, new album, uh, within, I guess it was a couple weeks ago. I think it was, it was after our last recording session, but man, I couldn't do it. It was just so like bland and boring and just like uninteresting in every way. I, I told my friends that it was like a water flavored snow cl- snow cone. Oh you're my just god! Like you're wanting something good, and you just get it. And it's just like it's it's there. It exists, but it's not it's not interesting in any way to me. 
Poor Pass Abba. On Abba. Well, sorry, Abba. You might have <laughs> peaked in like the eighties or the seventies, whenever. Yeah. Back then. I don't, it just I don't know. There was nothing. There was nothing that stood out to me. It, it maybe was I'll... like it was like Christmas music, but less <laughs> less interesting than even that for me. Oh it's God! Just, I don't know. It's not my thing. Well, big offense to Abba fans. Yeah, big, huge offense. All the offense on <laughs> to Abba fans. Um, but if you are an Abba fan, yell at us, please, in the comments yeah. somewhere, or just email us. I don't. I don't fucking know. People don't uh, email nowadays. Yeah, yeah only businesses e- email. Yeah, email at work all the fucking time. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, get in touch with us. Something. Let us know what you've been listening to. Let us know what you are looking forward to listening to, and maybe you'll give us some good recs. And I mean, we hope to give you good recs. So return the favor. Don't be selfish. Don't just take all our recs and fucking don't give us any back. But uh, yeah, I mean, if you do that, that's fine too. I mean, yeah. if it helps you find find shit. But we also want shit. Give us shit. Give us good shit. Give us sad boy shit. That's what we're here for, man. That's what I'm all about. <laughs> Wait, I, I don't have anything else because uh, I'm all out of it. But uh, we're all out of it. We don't have a good sign off yet either. So yeah. I guess until then, until, until we have something better, until we come back with more Rex, and until you guys give us more Rex, stay in our feedback group. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>